What's up, magical human? Hey, if you're like me and you want to create a bigger impact on the world, why not share your knowledge and talents with others? Welcome to the podcast where I share marketing strategies, product creation tips, and real life stories of how women all over the world are using their knowledge and creativity to build a life and business they love on their terms. I'll share with you over a decade of knowledge and show you how you can take what you already know and do and package it into a digital product like a course, membership site, or digital download that sells globally. I'm Amy Jo, and you're listening to the Digital Magic Podcast. that you have a passion to share and that the world needs your gifts. Get the motivation you need to finally grow your online coaching business, sharing your knowledge your way. Hi, I'm Amy Jo, and I help entrepreneurs just like you design an online business that allows them to teach their gifts globally. I fully believe in helping women design their own magic and create a life that they're excited to wake up to every single day. If you're ready to finally get serious and change your business, you are in the right spot. Welcome to the Digital Magic Podcast. Welcome back to the VIP lounge. Super stoked to have you here. As always, thank you for pressing play on my podcast. <laughs> I love having you here and sharing these amazing entrepreneurs with you. Um, today, ooh, you guys, this is so good. Today, we are interviewing a woman named Haley Foster from creatingcomments.com. And she is incredible for about a million reasons. And I think you will hear about um, almost all of them within this podcast. She is so cool. Her energy is awesome. And she helps women in their breakthroughs. And this is something that's really important to me because I have been creatively stuck. I have been, you know, all had like all the mental blocks that you can think of. And I think as entrepreneurs, it's really easy for that to happen because entrepreneurship is basically the best self-help like thing that you can do for your life and you are automatically faced with everything that you are concerned about worried about fearful of everything just smacks you in front of the face so um Haley helps women overcome those breakthroughs and she specializes in the break the breakthroughs for women healers and practitioners with big dreams who are ready to show up share their gifts with the world and create a six-figure dream business with ease so good and you can totally feel her energy again through this podcast and we actually dabble a bit into parenting as well and just being mindful. Um, I am a new mom and I'm trying to do everything right. <laughs> and it, it can be very stressful. And so we talk about that through this podcast as well. So um, again, she gives us actions, actions, uh, holy smokes, action tips. Let's just be tongue twisters today. <laughs> she gives us plenty of action steps and tips. So make sure you have that pen and paper ready for you. And here we go. Here's Haley. Okay, we are rolling and recording, and I am so excited to have you in my space, Miss Haley. And I, first off, love everything about your business. I've been all over your website and your Instagram, and your brand is just beautiful. So I'm giving you, I'm giving you a round of applause because I just love it. Um, and I would love for you to just give us a little insight into what you do. So just introduce yourself, tell us the name of your business, which I love by the way. Um, yeah, give us the 411. Absolutely. Well, so you've creeped on me, but for everyone else, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I love it. 
My name is Haley Foster. Um, I'm a rapid transformational coach for women entrepreneurs. So I blend rapid transformational therapy, which was created by Marissa Peer, with business coaching and mm -hmm. primarily helping women break through limiting beliefs and thoughts so they can show up fully as themselves and own their business and crush it. Awesome. I love crushing it and I love helping other people crush it. So I'm so glad you're here and your business actually like totally resonates with me on a deeper level. When I first got into one-on-one -on -one coaching, I was a transformational coach. So I'm really excited that you're here and you're kind of speaking to that world because really mindset, I talk about this a lot. Mindset is everything when it comes to success in your business and really believing in yourself and what you're capable of doing. So, um, I saw on your website about hypnosis. Yes. And I'm super intrigued by it and how you um, incorporate that into your business. Can you just talk a bit about it? Because I'm, I'm so nosy and I'm intrigued. <laughs> yes. So rapid transformational therapy is all about finding the root cause of the belief that's running the show. So if you're... Um, if you're dealing with fear of showing up online, if you're not seeing the results that you want, in order to find the root belief that's kind of feeding all of that fear or whatever the result is, we use hypnosis. That's the fastest, quickest way to get to the root of it. So hypnosis, I don't know if you know, how that process goes, but I'll just explain it anyway. Yes, go ahead. That would be awesome. <laughs> it's basically just a translate state where we kind of induce um, REM, rapid eye movement. So when I work with a client, it's literally just looking up as high as you can and you get that rapid eye movement. And then I walk you through a short induction process and after that, probably five minutes or less than that, you're in a completely relaxed trance-like state where we subdue the conscious mind, that thinking mind, the mind that's constantly going and running. When we subdue that, we can get to the root of whatever problem or issue that you're dealing with. And um, RTT specifically, we use regression. So that's revisiting past memories. So I speak directly to your subconscious mind and have you go back to the very first instant where this issue showed up, where it was birthed. And then once you understand it, then you can let it go. Because I feel like, well, I know working with clients that once you can name it, like you name the beast, mm. where it came from, you know exactly what you're dealing with, then you're free. So that's the liberation of it is understanding what are you up against? What, why is this happening? Why can't you move past this threshold or beat this whatever issue you're dealing with in your business? Just go all the way back to where it first began and then eliminate it. Mm. That was such a beautiful explanation of that entire process. And that's so true because I hear it all the time with my one-to-ones, like, um, you know, even just asking the question like, oh, why does this scare you? The first thing that I hear a lot of people say is like, oh, I don't know. 
Like we really do. It's down in there. Something triggered us to be fearful or to be, you know, hyper aware of certain situations. And I think pinpointing that and, you know, exactly what you said, like transforming that thought, once you can name it, you can overcome it. So I love that explanation. It's so important. And literally, I think this is like the groundwork of any business, whether it's offline or online, really having that mindset and that transformation happen before, you know, putting things out into the world. I think confidence is huge. And I think a lot of us hide quite a bit because, you know, of some stuff lingering. I call it stuff. I don't know. Maybe there's more of a technical word. (laughs) Exactly. Limiting beliefs or, you know, however you want to name it, there's stuff hiding out that kind of keeps us in, in our own shadow, which is so sad. It really is. I find a lot of people have no idea that they're being limited because it is, it's like a box over your head. You cannot see anything but a box that, that limiting lens that you're viewing life through. And it all starts early in life. Most of the time between, Mm -hmm. you know, infancy and seven years old, we're just sponges. We're absorbing everything. And then when you go out, go out in the world and you try and own your business and step up, those beliefs are going to go, boop, they pop up and you don't understand why nothing's working for you. Like, why am I so afraid of showing up online? Why am I afraid to go live? And what you're saying basically is right on the mark of what I'm preaching as well, which is business is a reflection of you, mm. who you are. You're right. It's the foundation of the business it's it's the first layer that you really need to get right first and then you can build everything on top of that mm-hmm. oh 100 100 and even like I see this all the time where people you know start building their business like in the very beginning and they always get to a certain point and then they get quote-unquote stuck And literally it's just a mindset shift that has to happen. So I know, you know, in your personal life, as you have kind of built your business, what does that look like for you? Like, did you have limiting beliefs that popped up? How did you kind of work through? Yes. 2018 was my year, like my transformation. And I went, I was a massage therapist for two years Mm. and that was a fun ride. But then you start to really notice where your belief system stops, like where that box, the edge is for you and you can't really get beyond that. And that's when I found RTT and I started, you know, really uncovering what my beliefs were. So for me, I've pulled up a lot and just each time you notice one, instead of grinding and hustling and trying to push through it, like I imagine it's this fly that's trying to get through the window and it just keeps mm-hmm. pecking at it harder with more force. No matter what you do, like you, you need to just turn around and look at the problem and face what is the belief there and mm-hmm. work with the belief, eliminate the belief and then open the window and move on to the next, the next level or move into the result that you're looking for. So it's been a huge transformation for me. A year ago, I would never have reached out to you. I would have never been up for an interview because I had beliefs that, you know, I'm not good enough or I'm too shy. I always labeled myself as shy and introverted. And if you're going to be a business owner, you can still be um, 
introverted and work around that. But sometimes those self-imposed limitations really hold us back from fully showing up, from Mm -hmm. really achieving what we want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, I'm really glad you're here. I'm very excited to be talking to you. So and I'm never going to look at flies. I'm not going to look at flies the same way. You know, that whole analogy that you did with a fly running into the window. I can see that in myself from the past. Like I was totally that fly. Like running into the window. I totally get it. And, you know, you brought up labels and oh my goodness, that's a whole can of worms. Um, The labels that we stick on ourselves, the labels that other people give us, you know, when we don't even ask to be labeled, that's a whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So when I'm working with clients and we're going back to the root belief, a lot of it is stuff that other people have imposed on them. So, you know, whatever your parents said about you or to you usually becomes your internal dialogue about who you are. Mm -hmm. And I know that from my own personal experience of, you know, being labeled certain things and then you go through life and you own that because that's all you know. Yeah. So really checking in with what are your beliefs and you can, you can see them because you can look around and see exactly what your beliefs are because they're made manifest in, in the environment you live in right now. Yeah. They're like mirrored back to you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I graduated college, I graduated with a degree in art therapy and, you know, going into the art field in general, a lot of the labels that I heard is like, oh, you're going into the art field, starving artist. You'll never make any money. You know, you'll always struggle. All of these things. And so I literally graduated with my degree and I was so burned out and believed everybody that you couldn't, you know, make money with a creative career. I didn't paint or do anything creative for like a year. And it was so sad. And I know it was just nuts. And I literally, that whole thing, that was years ago, but the whole, you know, mental and mindset transformation that I had to put myself through, it wasn't, you know, the most cozy thing because growth is never that cozy, you know? Right. I don't even know how to put it into words. It's kind of uncomfortable when you grow, but all the mindset stuff I had to go through to really reframe, you know, no, this is possible for me. This can happen for me, you know, all of these things. And I've built a business around creativity. So I think, you know, what you're doing again, back to the groundwork thing is so important for everybody to do. So, um, and I know you mentioned a couple action steps in there. So can you just go over them one more time? Like just a couple action steps that we can take today to, um, you know, kind of boost our mindset. Yes. And I wanted to riff off what you said about the starving artist real quick too. Yeah, do it. I saw that in my, and I just uncovered this very recently. So when you said that, you brought it up, I got goosebumps throughout my body. (laughs) Like I resonated with it so deeply and I didn't realize that because, you know, we are constantly working on ourselves as business owners and Mm -hmm. it's like peeling back layer by layer and RTT is really good at getting like right to it, but then you just go deeper and deeper and and it's kind of like opening up a box. Yeah. And you just unleash more. But yeah, my grandmother drew portraits at the bottom of a hotel for her entire life. And she oh 
my gosh. He died with like $3,000 in the bank. And it's, and you don't think about those things, like how that's affecting you and, and your beliefs around money. And then my father is an airbrush artist. So he does like the airbrush t-shirts and all that stuff. Like my whole family is really creative like you. Oh my gosh. And he, he does that on the side, but his real job I'm using, like my finger quotes is really hard manual labor. So Mm. again, that struggling artist, like you see it in your family, you see it in your friends and you don't think that these things are affecting you, but we're sponges. We adopt everything Mm -hmm. and it's all subconscious. So you're not really aware that you're taking on those beliefs when you are, but yeah. So how, how can we change them? Yeah. That yeah, is exactly. Exactly. And, the, you know, talking about sponges, just, we're just going back and forth talking about sponges, like our beliefs around money and the things that we see in the world, they're set within the first few years, like you said. So, you know, growing up and seeing, I have other artists in my family too. And it's just, it's fascinating the beliefs that I hold or held that I had to work through. And, you know, I think mindset and growth, you're never done. So I still work through them all the time and they creep in here and there, but it's just, I don't know. This whole conversation is fascinating. Keep going. Just keep talking. Yes. <laughs> Again, I got this bumps because when you said it's, it's like a constant thing, you're always growing, always evolving. And I think of retired people when I hear, you know, when you stop growing, you start dying because a lot of people, as soon as they retire, their health declines. And it is, it's a continual process of always evolving, always growing. Even if that's just little needle point shifts, that's still growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree so with you hundred percent. Back each layer. But- mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like we're onions. <laughs> Yes. Layers my deeper. son watched, Yeah, my, my two-year-old Arlen, he watches Shrek all the time. Like, I think we oh watch it God. like once a day sometimes. <laughs> and they say that in that movie. Shrek's yeah, talking like to Donkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about ogres are like onions. So <laughs> people are like onions. You're all ogres. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Great movie. So an action step for everyone listening. Go watch Shrek. Yes, attention to that part. <laughs> That's a really good movie too. It, it is. is. It's great. So okay. you wanted to know some action steps, yeah? Yeah. So probably the most important thing that you can start doing today is praising yourself. And this sounds kind of silly, like it wouldn't do a lot, but actually studies show that when you praise yourself, it's so much more effective than when someone else praises you. And by praise, I mean, just really saying to yourself that, hey, I am enough. I am good enough. I'm attractive enough. I'm enough. I'm worthy of all these things that I'm achieving. So really digging in and allowing yourself to fill up your thoughts with positive self-love, words of encouragement, and saying those things to yourself every single day. You know, we always crave the love and acceptance and praise from usually our parents, but actually one of the tools we use in RTT, I'll just share with you, is 
like imagine the person that you craved the love from most. So you don't have to answer this, Amy, but whoever is <laughs> listening to this, who did you want your, whose attention did you want that you received? Mm. It was, you know, someone else, a teacher. Imagine that when you wake up tomorrow, they've moved in. They got their suitcase and they're, they're going to hunker down in there in your house and all they want to do is just be right by your side every minute of the day. And they just want to love you, love you, love you, love you. So all day they're right there and they just, they're trying to make up for every lost second, every moment that they didn't tell you they loved you. And then you have to imagine how long would you want to stand that? How long would you put up with that person being right next to you? at all points of the day, just telling you how much they love you and how they're so sorry. You know, most people, we don't want that. We actually don't really want to be praised externally. Maybe we could deal with that for 15 minutes, but then you'd get annoyed. You'd get Mm -hmm. over it because it wouldn't actually sink in because when you're an adult, you don't need that external praise anymore. And actually that makes me think about like celebrities they look like they have everything. They're successful. Everyone loves them. I don't know who you're thinking of right now, but a lot of them are actually, they don't feel good enough inside. So if you think of people like Amy Winehouse or Mm. Philip Seymour Hoffman or Robin Williams. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Yep. All these people seemingly have everything and they're loved by thousands and thousands of people but if you don't love yourself if you don't praise yourself you're going to be unhappy so you know praise yourself that's the number one tip is to fill yourself up with you know all the positive words all the praise that you never got you know just give it to yourself Mm. you know you don't think about that you're like as far as having that person that you always wanted praise from, like what if they were following you around all day, every day? Right. You know, like when you first started talking, I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And then the more I started thinking about it, I'm like, I would get so annoyed. (laughs) Like like I could, you know, like you said for like 10 or 15 minutes, but like, no, that's, I love my dad and (laughs) my parents divorced. So I didn't get to see him a lot, but I don't want him in my house like 24 seven telling me how much he loves me. I, I could do that, you know, for probably 30 minutes, but yeah, be good. That's, I, and I can do that myself. So, yeah. Yeah. What I do when I get into like funks and I was really big about this, um, during like my huge transformation, like my, all my mindset stuff, I was really big about it. I need to get back into it, but I did the sticky note thing is what I call it. I know my technical words, super fancy. So the sticky note thing. And I would write all of these like affirmations and, um, you know, you are great. This and this and this and blah, 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 anything that I felt like I needed to hear. And I would put sticky notes around. And so like on my bathroom mirror, I would have a sticky note on the fridge. I would have a sticky note on the stove, like any place that I saw, you know, regularly every day. And Mm -hmm. Just having something that like I wrote to myself really kept my, my mind in a positive state. I'm very that, visual. Yeah, it sounds just like me. My house is covered in sticky notes. 
and it, you you forget that they're there still. Here's a funny story. My landlord came over the other day because our um, for some reason our faucet in our in our bathtub was leaking, mm-hmm. and so he came over and I forgot that I had this sticky note on the mirror, <laughs> and I'm not gonna cuss, but it does <laughs> it does say a cuss word on there, and it says I'm so freaking lucky. <laughs> There you go. Because they make more of an impact. You know, Tony Robbins uses a lot of cuss words because it, mm-hmm. it, it really kind of grabs you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my landlord saw that and was like, I just remembered I'm so freaking lucky. <laughs> it was you're like, just, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you just really stepped in on my on my space, you know. But <laughs> yeah, man. Jeez. Forgot that was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they needed to see it that day. I don't know. Yeah, it's just funny, but definitely I do the sticky notes and it's some so people, yeah, and you can take lips self, you remember to say I am enough, that's a big one in the RTT community is hashtag I am enough. Yeah, yeah, and literally just those words, it sounds so simple, but they have the biggest impact say them daily, say them consistently and believe them like to your core. Absolutely. This is the best if we are an adult, because, you know, our, we're not, we're not as we're set in stone by that point, essentially Mm -hmm. every work in there. And then when you're seven, you're pretty much sealed off. You've got everything you need. So I like that RTT you get to the subconscious mind and really start to reprogram everything, but definitely repetition is the way to go. You know, when you drive your car for the first time, you have to really make a conscious effort to figure out the step-by-step process, especially if it's a manual, which Mm -hmm. don't get me started. I can't drive those. (laughs) No, me either. Nope. (laughs) But when you get in your car today, like you don't even think about it. It's not even, there's, there's no effort there at all. It's just automatic. So repetition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I have to ask you one more question. And this might be too personal, so we can skip it if you want. But the I know, like, personally for myself, growing a business, creating a business is not just about the business. Like, it's literally changed every aspect of my life. It's changed my relationships. It changes who I hang out with. Like, I hang out with very high vibe, you know, go-getters versus negative, negative people. And, you know, it's, it's literally affected my marriage in positive ways, all these things. And I know like you have a son and you keep mentioning, you know, how our beliefs are shaped by the time we're like seven. So are there certain things that, that you are, you know, teaching your son as he grows since he's still young that you've learned like through this process? I love this question so much. (laughs) When I was starting my business, it it was definitely an idea of mine to move into conscious parenting, Mm -hmm. but I decided ultimately it wasn't my biggest passion, Mm -hmm. but it's my second passion, which is like being aware of how um, we're raising our children. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely affected everything about how I raise Arlen um, when I gave birth to him, I know 
back then that babies in the womb are still aware. Mm. And when I studied RTT, then people started regressing to being in the womb and hearing conversations. No. Um, yes, we retain everything. I get goosebumps when I think about it. That's giving me goosebumps. So many goosebumps. Oh my god. I know your your baby is listening. I know it's so crazy. <laughs> I hope he's taking notes because this is good. <laughs> yes. So I had a client recently um who were helping, you know, crush her fears around um showing up online in her business. Mm-hmm. And so Usually I I blend RTT with coaching, but I begin with the RTT. So set the foundation first. And when we went back, she was like, I see my mom pregnant, but it doesn't make any sense because there are no children after me. So we stayed in the scene and realized that she's in the womb and she's viewing things from like an outside perspective. And she saw, you know, her parents fighting. She knew exactly what they were fighting about, even though when she was back conscious after the session, she'd never been told that information and it shaped her. Um, It was a very traumatic scene and it unraveled all of her fear around um, business and showing up and basically being alive was a threat in her mind from just that scene of her being six months gestated in the womb. So now I'm very aware of how babies are just, they're pure sensation and they're, they're mostly pure hearing. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know that when I was pregnant, but now that's something I'm more aware of. And, you know, hopefully if your viewers, some of them are pregnant, you know, just speak to your baby, tell them how much you love them. And they want to come in an environment that's stress-free, where they feel absolutely loved, where they feel that they are wanted. And that's going to set them up for a good life. And then just um, when it comes to, you know, steering our children in the right direction, instead of using punishments, like you do this, or I'm going to do this, I'm more aware of criticizing the behavior and not him. Because a lot of my clients go back to scenes where their parents are calling them bad or, you know, labeling them as certain things when it's just the behavior. And to just remember that children are children and what they're doing is age appropriate. That's a huge one. So when Arlen takes a marker or a Sharpie and draws on the wall, I remember this is age appropriate for him. So I'm not going to, you know, blow a lid when that's normal. And, you know, then you just get down on their level and say, Hey, we don't draw on the wall. And I affected like, everything. And I could go on for, you know, hours and hours about parenting, but definitely the way we speak to our children becomes their inner voice. You know, don't criticize them, just the behavior. And I'm trying to think of a better word than criticize, but nothing's coming to mind, but yeah, focusing on what they're doing and not who they're being and no labels. (laughs) I caught, I caught Anthony saying earlier today, uh, what did he say? Anthony's, you know, my partner, his dad. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what he said. Um, he's 
he's nonverbal. He called Arlen nonverbal to someone because Arlen's not speaking yet. Mm. And I said, eh, 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 don't, don't call him nonverbal. <laughs> Just say mm-hmm. he's, he's quiet, you know, yes. instead yeah. of putting the label on him. Yeah. And literally everything you're saying about parenting goes for like how we talk to ourselves too, which I think is fascinating. Yes. It's literally like, don't punish yourself, punish the behavior, you know? Yes. So, and you know, for us, when we think about business, like, oh, if we make a mistake, we're like, oh, I'm so dumb. Like, why did I do that? I ruined everything. Like we catastrophize versus like, oh, I learned a lesson. I'm not going to do that again. Here we go. Moving on. You know, exactly. so I just, we have to be really gentle with ourselves, but yeah. Now I want to do like a whole nother podcast just on parenting because that just was awesome. Yes. Uh, that was that would be amazing. Oh yeah. One last thing. Okay. And probably the most important about the parenting mm-hmm. is that children are modeling us. So if you want your child to grow up and have all of the skills that, you know, you want them to have confidence, you want them to be independent, you want them to be, be you have to have those in yourself. Mm-hmm. So really um, just focus on who you're being. And there's a book called The Conscious Parent, I believe. That sounds familiar. I can't remember who it's by. I could Google it real quick. But yeah, The Conscious Parent. And it's it's really good for people who want to um, just be more aware and show up you know, a little bit better if you can, you know, just adjust a few things because your children are going to model you. So Dr. Shafali, that's who it's by. Dr. Shafali. I'm writing this down because I want to check it out. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. The conscious parent. Cool. But definitely going inward and working yourself is going to be the best thing because it's going to bleed out parenting skills yeah yeah that is awesome I love how all of that literally relates to business <laughs> like it does so funny I don't know that's so funny to me everything is connected it is though it really yeah. is yeah it totally is I have a few more little tools and tips if we have some time I'll Ooh, just share girl, a few more. if you want to do yeah if you want to give more tips, you just have at it, man. Do it. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> so another one is kind of hacking your mind is making the unfamiliar familiar because our mind moves us towards what we know and avoids what we don't know. So making whatever is unfamiliar that you want to do, making it familiar for yourself and making whatever is not working unfamiliar Mm -hmm. and that's through the repetition so if it's going to the gym you just have to go and until it's familiar to you until your mind's accepting okay we're doing this so yeah (laughs) and then yes um another one with you know having your mind is that your mind's job is to keep you alive and to keep you alive, a lot of people think your mind's job is to make you happy, but it's not. It's supposed to keep you alive. That's the number one job. Mm-hmm. And it's and it does that by avoiding whatever you link pain to. So mm-hmm. yes, yes. 
preach on this. This is so good. <laughs> yes. So it's going to avoid whatever you link paint to. A lot of clients who want to go live or start putting their content out, they link a lot of pain to that because at some point, you know, we get up in front of class and people laugh at us at school mm -hmm. or something happens where you put yourself out there and, oh, you got shot, you know? Yeah. So your mind's naturally going to avoid whatever you've linked pain to. So choosing to link pleasure to it. And you can do that by saying, you know what? I love doing this. I'm happy doing this because I want to do this. I love speaking to my clients. <laughs> I am worthy of success. I love going live. It's fun. And you can listen to music. Music is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Songs, which is like 90% of all music I find is about like love. So find those songs <laughs> that are like your pump up jam that, you know, get you Let's get it started. <laughs> yeah, all the stuff that you want to move your booty to. <laughs> Set a <Yes>. playlist. <laughs> so yeah. link, link pleasure to the things that you want by, yeah. you know, saying to yourself, I love doing this. I love going to the gym. I love doing this. And your mind is, <laughs> it can't fight you. It just accepts that it's true. Yeah. I love how you use the, the gym example because that's me. I need that. <laughs> like, I love I don't know why. I love going I always, to the gym. <laughs> yes. I love doing this. I love yeah. doing this. I want to do this. And so, like, if you have to go to the doctor, nobody wants to go to the hospital, but you're going to do it because you need it. And, mm -hmm. and so you're like, I'm doing this. I'm going to the hospital if I'm sick. So yep. If you have to get an injection of some sort, you know, don't look at them when they're doing it, look away and sing a song to yourself. So you're <laughs> everything tricking. is fine. This is yes. great. <laughs> you trick your mind. If you focus in on the pain, what you focus on expands. Mm -hmm. So if you're watching them, if you have to get a shot or something, you're watching them stick that needle in, you know, it's going to be much more painful because you're focusing all of your attention there. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you focus on, you know, something on your phone, you can trick your brain into thinking everything's fine. So oh, linking pleasure to what you want and um, making it familiar. Mm -hmm. Yes. So good. I hear that, you know, tons of entrepreneurs, they have a playlist because they're just all about, oh, yeah. you know, getting into that zone, um, that the hype playlist or whatever, they're all about it. So all of these tips were so good. I love all yes. of them. You're so easy to I, talk to. I have a YouTube playlist that I listen to a lot of them, you know, they just get you, they get you going. They do. <laughs> that's what you need. Get you going. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, awesome. Yeah. Well, tell everybody where we can find you online. So I'm mostly on Instagram. I post a lot of stories. So <laughs> that's my jam. Um, and you can find me at creating comments. And comments like Haley's comment, so C O M E T S, creating comments. And then, of course, you can go to the website at creatingcomments.com. And I actually have a freebie I wanted to give your listeners. Oh, you're so sweet. Do it. What is it? <laughs> so it's a hypnotic recording for ultimate confidence. So that's just mm -hmm. for you guys. You can go to creatingcomments.com 
slash confidence. And that will help really rewire your brain, reprogram your brain to be more confident. What we focus on expands, which reminds me of a story, but I don't know if you have time for that. So <laughs> um, I'm almost down for a story, girl. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a short one. It's a short one. Um, do you watch Tony Robbins or listen? Yeah, to I've watched him. Yeah, for sure. I saw one video where he's at a live, he's doing one of his live events and he's like, all right, everybody look around, find red, find red, find red. Everybody look for red, look for red, look for red. So everybody looking around, looking for things that are the color red. Okay. Now close your eyes and tell me what you thought that was brown. And then, you know, everybody's dead quiet. Cause uh, <laughs> exactly. Because we only see what we choose to see. We only see what we have a program to validate that so mm -hmm. if you're going out looking for red looking for red or you're going out and you're saying I'm so awkward I can't do this or I'm a starving artist this isn't gonna work you're gonna find that you're gonna find evidence to support all of those beliefs so go recording that's very powerful the hypnotic recording and that will you will go out into the into the world and find evidence to support all of that, everything that you want. So choose to focus on what you want, make it familiar. Awesome. That is such a good example that Tony Robbins one. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> I, I would have been like, ooh, a red hat. And then I would have had no idea what's brown. My hair? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to say anything. That's and I know this from like my own personal experience. When you go out and you have a certain like set of beliefs, you miss out on so many amazing things. Like, I don't know that this makes me think of like the, the person who gets married, gets divorced, and then suddenly they realize this guy from high school that they never noticed before. Yes. And they get married. I know. <laughs> that is just so crazy. But yeah, you no, I know. I've heard that before too. That notice happens. things. <laughs> yeah, you do. You notice things. That's just crazy. Exactly. <sighs> so good. And I love your Haley's comment. Like, yes, that's so good. Like, how awesome is that? That that's your name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> creating really like comments. So it was about, I looked up what comments mean mm -hmm. because you know you, you try and think of a cool name for your business <laughs> and funny enough comments used to be seen as omens of change so mm -hmm. years ago if you saw a comment people would think that change was coming change or disaster but we're gonna go with change <laughs> and so my whole kind of business is about creating the change from within so creating the comments of change so that's what brilliant yeah brilliant well I love having you on here and I appreciate you being so open with us and for the freebie woohoo so <laughs> I'll link that freebie um in the show notes that's awesome thank you love being here this has been a lot of fun well good you just come back anytime it's been fabulous. Thank you again.
Aw man, this episode's over, but that's okay. You can come hang out in the Digital Product Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group, hang out with thousands of us making digital products, creating awesome, cool things, and selling them to the world. Come get inspired. Come hang out with us. There's thousands of us there, and we cannot wait to support you. Now, if you need some ideas on digital products that you can create and sell, go to herownmagic.com and download my freebie. It's 65 digital products you can create and sell by this weekend. It is waiting for you there. Go check it out. And you have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you next time. Go create your own magic.